Oh, hello, dear sweet friends. It's me, Sam Hickman. Well, I had a rant last week about soup and how I hated soup and people who eat soup. And then I went and I ate some soup. Um, I did not I did not buy the soup. The soup was from a can. Honestly, those people who go to restaurants and buy soup, still mad at you. But um, yeah, but I really enjoyed having it having a cold open. And I thought, you know what, I'll do it I'll do it again. And I thought I'd do it on um something I posted on my Instagram this week was um because I'm on tour this coming week, uh, down in Devon with Music and Hospitals, and I was like trying to learn all of my Christmas music that I learn every single year and like like for example I do a holy night like three days a week for like the entire month of December and every single year for the last like six years I've completely forgotten it and I, I was like how am I always forgetting every single bit of all of this music that I've memorized like this happens so much like is this just me and so I put it on my Instagram and so many harpists were like no this is a this happens to me all the time and I'm just like oh this is a this is a common thing that no no one's pointed out before but um yeah practice your Christmas music once a once a month I think (laughs) because I just like I'm I'm on tour next week and I have to go on Tuesday and I cannot remember a single bit of it. I can remember, um, cause I, I had a, a music in hospitals gig on Friday and I was like, I'm just going to try out a couple. And I couldn't, couldn't remember half of it. At one point I had to stop, uh, during Christmas time is here and like, look at the pedals. And I was like, why is my F sharp down? Um, but I, I styled it out. I styled it out. It looked, it seemed, seemed fine at the end. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like, like, ugh, it's such a pain every year to have to, like, come back and be like, oh, this is, this is how this goes. I don't know. I hate it. Um, but I love Christmas music. Ugh, I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my little cold open. Um, I should end with a joke. I don't know. Blah. N- never mind. Roll the theme tune. When you're not woman who um whose phone doesn't give her her voicemails when they happen but instead when she turns on her data three days later and uh realizes she's been left a voicemail sam hickman hi how are you i don't care don't tell me actually maybe tell me but tell me in like the form of interpretive dance when i next see you and for our international listeners um i hope it's a long recital honestly Give me a long recital dance, and I'll I'll be like, oh, you've been through a lot. It's been it's it's been a it's been a long time. Um, hi, yeah. So I um sat down yesterday, uh, um 
on my sofa and I noticed I had a voicemail from Wednesday and it was a, um, it was a, like a, a wedding request for the 19th and I was like, oh my God, I've missed this. Uh, but like I emailed the, I emailed the woman and then I called her cause I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call her to make sure that she hasn't like, cause like in my mind, it was two things. It was one, she either has like found a harpist and I don't have to worry about it. Or two, she hasn't. And this will be a massive relief. And I was like, you know what? Could, could be either way. Could be either way. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I, I just, it was, it was very weird. Just like knowing that I had nothing happening this week. I, I think I like, I went busking. That was it. I went busking and I taught and I did a music and hospitals gig. I made like, um, I want to say like 125 pounds maybe. Um, yeah, it's been a light week, everyone. It's been a light week. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was just really kind of, I don't know. It was just really, it, it was, it was a weird thing for me to do, but it was also one of those moments where you kind of panic cause you're like, if, if I'm not getting this, what else am I not getting? You know? And I think people, like, I, I there was a harpist the other day who, like, tweeted something about how their website hadn't been sending their requests, like, their gig requests to their email. Um, and I was like, should I use Squarespace? Um, which isn't a sponsor of the podcast, but if they want to, um, I don't want to have to pay for my Squarespace website anymore. And if they want to pay me for it, that would be nice. Um, because it's like a hundred pounds a year. It's a hundred pounds very well spent though, because people, um, either I've never heard any like complaints about my website, uh, but I have, um, I have a theory that it has too many tabs. There are too many pages. I don't know. Anyway, how are you all? Don't, don't I, I, this is a one-sided conversation. This is a monologue. I'm staring at myself in the window, in the mirror. Ugh, so that was that. So I'm preparing for tour. It's, it's going fine. Um, this week I, um, I'm not going to do like a, what did you do this week? Because, um, okay, well, well, I just did. So, so we're in this segment. This week I finally went through my finances for the month of November. Ugh, I have a lot to say about this. I just like, so I keep an, like a, like a, like an inns and in expenses. Like, I know how much I'm earning each month, and I know how much I, like, and I know how much all of the things that are, like, very business-related cost. But I didn't know how much I was spending on everything else. I spend, like, 120 pounds on food a month, and I'm not even going out to dinner. That's just at Sainsbury's. What am I buying? Like, what am I buying that is that expensive? We may never know. Well, Oh, my caviar, of course, and my champagne. I can't live without it. If you're wondering why I sound um, a little bit like um, that woman who did the High Point Coffee ads, you know, the one that every single podcast talks about because it was on, like, um, God damn it, what's the one with, with uh, Katya? Um, whimsical or something or another. Uh, whimsically volatile. I don't like their theme tune. That's a hot take. There you go. I don't like it. Don't like it. Um, it's too disjuncted and it doesn't make any sense. Um, Laura Duran, I want to say. You know, the one where she's like, mmm, what flavor? Ah, fall in love with coffee all over again. I've been drinking for two straight days. Um, thank you. 
uh, yeah, I um, have been drinking for two straight days and I have to go and do a concert after this. So wish me fucking luck. Um, <laughs> wish, wish me luck. I have a, I have a mug of water and I think that will get me, get me happily through this whole endeavor. You know, what flavor? When I gave up caffeine, I thought life would lose its meaning, but that's when I discovered High Point. And then there's a man that comes in and does the sciency thing where they're like, Brew to the height of perfection. High Point coffee is all the, the flavor without any of the caffeine. And then she takes a sip and she's like, Mmm, what flavor? Um, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that or the the journey that we took, but I do know that um, I threw up last night at two in the morning because I went to Sarah's old work colleague's birthday party. I know. Thank you. It was in Grangetown. So yes, I had to uh, cross the river, but I also caught a bus for the first time in Cardiff. So I've lived in Cardiff for like seven years and I've never taken a bus. Why have you never taken a bus, Sam? Well, everything is a 20 to 40 minute walk. And if I have to like take a harp there for work, I'm not gonna get on a fucking bus to get a harp to, to work. That's insane. What a ridiculous thing to do. So I've just never had to take a bus. That's about it. I mean like, before I had my car, I was taking the train because I was living in Cadiz, and you can take the train to like the bay, and that's literally the only other place you need to go. Um, so I, I caught a bus, caught a bus yesterday, and it was uh, like like two pounds to get from my house to Riverside, and it took the probably the exact same amount of time. It was like thirty five minutes. I don't. I, that's not true, but um, in my mind, I Google mapsed it, and it said that it took the same amount of time. Um, so. <laughs> Do with that what you will. I don't I don't have any more questions or statements to tell you, except that I caught a bus and you should all be proud of me. Things I noted about the bus. One, it was sticky and sweaty in a weird way. Two, the seats were a lot smaller than I was expecting and um, my butt touched Sarah's butt for the majority of the journey. Three, there are no seat belts on a bus. That seems obvious, but... Um, I don't know. I haven't taken a bus in like seven years. So I don't know. It seems like one of those things where you're like, no shit, you fucking stupid bitch. You privileged asshole never taking a bus. And I'm like, yes, thank you. That's why you listen to this podcast by a woman who literally plays harp for a living. I'm sorry, but what did you expect? Like white woman nonsense is literally in my wheelhouse. Um, other points about the bus. I don't like how the bus stops a bunch. <laughs> that's a fucking bus. I don't know. I like trains. Um, famously, I'm bad at buses, as previously mentioned in this podcast at length. Um, yeah, but we got there. It was uh, far more expensive than I was expecting a bus trip to take, than like a 20-minute bus trip. Like, that's, that's only across the river. Um, yeah, and Sarah was like... It, it, the the rate the fare of the bus changes depending on the driver and I'm like that's terrifying that's terrifying especially for me a woman who literally never has like has so much anxiety around having the right amount of money for a thing like this is like this is it this is like if I haven't checked my bank balance before going food shopping I will like put my card down and be like there's a 30% chance it'll be like you don't have any money I'm sorry um 
<laughs> like that's just a thing that can happen especially I just I, I don't know I live in constant constant worry thank you so yeah that was uh, that was exciting and then the night before my dear sweet friend Taylor Green did a fashion show for World AIDS Day um Taylor Green from The Crown and Gown that is on my album uh, if you haven't bought my album the only song in my heart is for you why haven't you bought it or at least streamed it I mean come on be a friend I will say this though which is really weird but people are streaming and buying my album and I get like 10 pounds a month from it and that's really cool because like who is doing that I don't know, but it's very exciting. And it's exciting to have the uh, possibility of, I don't know, diverse streams of revenue that's not like, that I don't have to physically be there. It's nice to have like a thing that's a product rather than a service, even though in our economy, like services are more valuable than products. That's why like people say like, oh, there's no money in the music industry. There's no money in like recorded music for indie artists but there's loads of money if you do a concert or if you do play at a wedding or if you play at an event um then you get paid like a, a nice livable-ish wage it's nice sometimes um yeah so that's been that's been really interesting because like it happened once and I was like oh this is like my mother buying the album and then it happened again and I was like who are these people doing this what's happening um but that's really exciting I I really like that um, but I did go through my finances and I did spend, um, so I divided it into essentials, which are like rent, uh, reoccurring payments and everything, uh, which was like 500, no, it was 700, 500 pounds. I want to say 500 pounds. One-off payments, which was like, I had like a bunch of insurance and things come out this, this month. Uh, so like my roadside assistance and stuff came out this month. So that was like, I think 300 pounds of just like things and I also included like birthday presents and things um thank you I know it's my it's my finances so I can delegate how I feel fit thank you I don't need you to come into my life and police me on the various ins and outs of how it all works um I have many other points um oh yeah and I spent like 200 pounds on just frivolous spending um which I will not go into, but um, there was a lot of frivolous spending this month. I did buy a Christmas tree for my office. Why? Um, to answer that, I would uh, refer you to my beautiful Christmas tree in my office. So uh, you're welcome. Also, it was like 15 pounds. Leave me alone. Let me make my mistakes and my decisions. Okay, I have a lot of points. So I'm just gonna like speed through these. One. Um, Chapter Art Center is doing like public funding for a sculpture like restoration and renovation project. So there was this sculpture in the 1980s that's hideous. It just looks like, I don't know, it looks like an anchor but without any the bits of the anchor. Actually no, it looks like um, it's kind of black and it has like a triangular, uh, like a triangle block on one end and just like a rectangular block on the other end and the artist recorded people's reaction to it and people were like wow good good for you like literally the the kickstarter that they have for it the video they're playing the audio and the one guy's like well it's art i guess like that okay and so um chapter art center is um asking f for um 18,000 pounds to hashtag save our sculpture uh, renovate it and put it back in Cardiff somewhere um, and I have a lot of 
I have a lot of issues with it. And my main issue is like, why are they not applying for like funding for it? Because like they're in with the in crowd. They have like people working specifically on funding. They have like the money and the means and they don't need to be funding for it. That seems bizarre. That seems like a weird, like it seems like an easy heritage lottery funding pot. That seems like something very, very easy that you could get funding for. And it seems weird that they're like asking the public for it. I don't know. It's 3% funded and I hope it fails because I'm a bitch. Um, but that's something like really, really interesting. Cause it seems like, it seems like the project that is kind of very much in favor of, um, it's one of those things that like an arts council Wales thing would look at and be like, Oh, this is for the people. And really it's not at all for the people. It's a, a not very interesting sculpture that says nothing and, uh, is really kind of pointless. Um, yeah, I know I'm an art critic now. Thank you. Fuck all of you. Um, but it's like, it's very much one of those things that's veiled as like a, for the people, but in reality, it's a complete waste of time. Um, like, like people are dying, Kim. And that's just something that I'm like, why are they applying for public funding? Why are they asking for public funding and not doing it through a grant? That seems like a weird thing. Um, um, I have like a statement that's sad. When it comes to love, I just want someone else who believes in my dreams and my talent as much as I do. Essentially, I could put a post-it note on a mirror that just says, you can do it, girl. And and that that would essentially do it. That's, that's my ideal boyfriend is just a post-it note that's a positive affirmation. Um, I had a I had a moment today. So I went to Creative Mornings, um, Cardiff, Cardiff Creative Mornings, Creative Mornings, Cardiff. Um, I don't know. There were too many C's in this world and not enough K's and K's are fun. Um, so yeah, I went there and, um, I would recommend it, but only if you know the speaker or want to hear more about the speaker's life, because every single, every single month they put on a talk at 8am and it's essentially like a networking thing that you have to sit through a talk through. Um, and sometimes I wish they didn't do talks because sometimes they're just fucking terrible and sometimes they're amazing. So my dear sweet friend, Stephen Peckham, was doing the talk um, and I went because I was like, I know this person. I like this person. I want to hear their point of view and their story. So they have like a theme um, each month. They have a theme. No one ever sticks to the theme, but you have to like throw the, the word in a lot. So if the word is like fear, you'd be like... And in this chapter of my life, I didn't quite know what was happening. I was afraid. And it's like, oh, um, it's very much like, like, um, you know, those things where you try and fit in the words into the sentences or whatever. I don't know. Is that a game that people play? I don't care. Anyway, so um, he did his and it was really, really good. And then I was talking to, um, I was talking to one of the volunteers afterwards who will come and be a guest on the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm leaving it open in case they don't. And I was like, oh, you should talk to this person and this person and this person. And I was like, and, and they were like, oh, I don't know that person. I was like, well, I'll, you know, if, if, you, if we're ever in the same room together, I'll introduce you. Or you could just slide into their DMs and say, you know me. You know, same, same difference. It'll be fine. Um, but I was, I was also at Taylor Green's fashion show. And I was like, and he was like, oh, we're, we're going to do like 
pictures and things. And I was like, oh, well, you should get Rhea to do some pictures. I'm sure she, you know, you could you could take it down, take all the gowns down to a studio and things. I think that would that would work really nice. And and Taylor was like, that well, there you go. And I like I like getting to the point where I have knowledge and connections, which is not like it's the most 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 minimal like it's the very 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 minimalist connections it's like i know about six people um and <laughs> that's about it and they've all been on this podcast but like but like knowing that i know someone who can help and facilitate someone else and being able to like i don't know being able to like bridge that gap and like like, because there isn't really a creative network in Cardiff that kind of works and runs for people who work in the professional, in the in the creative network industry, creative industries. Like, when you're not, when it's not a film television thing and when it's not like a, like a, like a big thing. Because there are loads of us that do little tiny things that are sort of like little offshoots, little independent things, little tiny, like little small things that aren't necessarily in with the in crowd that aren't necessarily getting big funding pots to do whatever it is that we're doing and I think it's just like there's no there's no like group for that there's no like there's no like I don't know there's no there's no guidelines there's no guide to tell you oh here you go this is this I don't know that's just something that I'm like I, I like that I am at the point in my like professional career, if you can call it that, where I can facilitate that. Uh, I have a couple of points. Um, so at my friend, at my housemates, ex-colleagues, birthday party, Leanne Wood showed up um, because my because the person whose party it was uh, works for Plaid Cymru, so they're friends. So Leanne would would come to her um, birthday party. That makes sense. Because um, she's like Plaid Chief of Staff or whatever. Um, but she had to like, she had to like run off and get the last train. And my only like, my, my thought immediately, because I was about six gins to the wind at this point, um, was uh, Leanne would kind of on the midnight train to Rhonda. I just, I would like to see that. Like Leanne Wood singing Midnight Train to Georgia, but Midnight Train to Rhonda uh, would be really nice. Um, And my final point is that um, I love Barbara Streisand's Instagram um, a lot. So much so that yesterday when very drunk, I was loudly advocating people definitely follow her on Instagram because, yeah, she's a vital, vital figure. Also, she just she just makes a lot of choices, and I love them. And um, I'm sure I'll have more points on Barbara Streisand in the future. But for now, I think um, I will leave you with these words of wisdom. Buy good painter's tape and good paint when you repaint your office, because otherwise you will end up with something that looks really messy on the edges and just think that, like... Coving will solve it even though you know it probably won't because you can see that your ceiling is kind of lopsided because you live in an old house but I'm, I'm thinking about doing coving um it seems easy enough and that's what I'll leave you with just utter fucking bullshit and nonsense but you're welcome 
and good luck. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. Bye everyone.